Welcome back to Currently with Curator, where I share my latest style obsessions, all of which you can access through my shopping community, Curator. I'm all about starting your year off with little luxuries to elevate your everyday, so I stocked our curated e-storefront with trendy accessories, chic home furnishings, and more that will make you feel so refreshed. As always, everything has my stamp of approval and is available for a very exclusive price. I know you're going to love shopping with us, so I'm also giving Climbing in Heels listeners an additional 25% off your first purchase with code CLIMB25, C-L-I-M-B-25. So what are you waiting for? Head to curator.com, that's C-U-R-A-T-E-U-R.com, and get started today. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Climbing in Heels. This show is all about celebrating the most extraordinary women who will be sharing their incredible journeys to the top, all while staying glamorous. Okay, so I'm the luckiest because today with me, I have one of my very best friends for what feels like 50 years, but it's definitely our whole adult life. And she is a Los Angeles-based jewelry designer, super mom, super friend, super everything, and also happens to be a brilliant, successful jewelry designer, Jennifer Meyer. And today, Jen opens up about her own struggles with brutal comments, haters, explaining to her kids about her divorce before she was ready to even talk about it, her struggle with anxiety like many of us have. She's one of the strongest women I know, and she also happens to be really just kind of like everyone's favorite person. And, you know, I use an example in this conversation about when we did a Zoom birthday in the pandemic for her. I swear to God, I think there was like 10 pages of Zoom people wanting to like say happy birthday and like sing their love for Jen. So I'm very excited for you to hear this episode. It is most definitely one of my favorites. Hi, babe. Hi. So obviously you being one of my closest friends, I I know what I feel like most everything, but I probably don't even know close to everything at all. And I think I want to, I'm sure that every single one of my listeners knows who you are, but Jennifer Meyer is one of the obviously one of the greatest jewelry designers, but she's also just an overall like everything. Jen is like an everything. She's like the best mom, the best girlfriend, the best boss, like the best sister. (laughs) I say that only because one of the things I've always admired about you is your ability to be the best everything to so many people. So I want to know, like, what kind of kid were you? Were you, like, sweet? Were you funny? (laughs) Were you mean? Like, what kind of kid were you? That's a good question. I definitely hope I wasn't mean. I grew up on the beach. I grew up, like, very free Mm -hmm. and, like, always, you know, running around naked on the beach and just, like, living life and everything always felt like, very happy. And then I think a lot shaped me when my parents got divorced when I was like almost eight years old. And you I think were that I, young. You were that young. I was, I think at that point, I really became a people pleaser. And I remember it from like a really young age mm-hmm. of like just wanting to make sure that everyone was okay, that my mom was okay, that my sister was okay, that 
my dad was okay. And just always sort of like had this attitude of like, I'm okay. I got this. Don't worry about me. I'll worry about everybody else. Yeah. And I I, still still like that, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's one of, it's, I'm working on it, definitely working on it, but it's a lifelong process, Mm -hmm. you know? So I always was really lucky. And even through my parents' divorce, I had an amazingly close family. I mean, you know, everyone in my family and how close we all are. I always had a lot of great friends and my friendships were always super important to me and making sure that I had a really loving tight group and that people were always really good to each other and really had each other's back. And I, all of my friendships now are just years and years and years. And how many years did you and I meet ago? It's it's funny because I want to say 20 and it was actually before I moved to LA. So it's like 25. Over, I mean, yeah, m- more. Somewhere, <laughs> yeah, somewhere between 20 and 25 years. And like, I'm so lucky. So I think that I am somebody who, I don't know, I I, I hope I'm all those things you said I am. You I really are. try to be. Well, I'm, but, you know, it's funny. I want to point something out because as you're saying it, I think about it because there's a lot of people that are like, okay, I have those three close girlfriends and that's all I need and I'm good, right? But for you, it's funny because I'll never forget in the pandemic when we were all doing Zoom birthdays and Zoom baby showers and Zoom everything, right? And I remember on everybody's birthday, there was like anywhere between like five and 10 people on their Zoom birthdays, right? And on your Zoom birthday, I will never forget because we all went around like, what do we love about Jen? And literally, I think there was 10 pages on the Zoom of people. That was the best. It was was incredible. And I was like, wow, you are so loved. And I think what's interesting is that what I've seen is that that's clearly transferred into like your professional life, right? Certainly into your mom life, right? But I, I, I think that, you know, as you've grown, and I remember when you started making jewelry, because it's when I was living like around the corner from you. And the very first MIR piece I got was the good luck charm, the good luck necklace, which is the sweatshirt you're wearing, which is her now, dare I say, this is like your brand. It's your brand ethos, right? Like this is your signature, right? Yeah. Still one of our best-selling pieces. Of course. Forever. Forever. Going back to, I always said, I remember my daughter in kindergarten. She came home one day. She's like, mom, I really want to be popular. I said, you do? And she said, yeah, I just want to be the most popular. And I said, okay. And she said, how do I do that? How do I become the most popular? And I said, okay, you want to know how to become the most popular person? She said, yes. And I said, always be kind to everybody. Same. I said, no matter what, be good to yourself first and be kind to everybody around you. It doesn't matter who they are, what they look like. Yep what they've said in the past, you just be kind and then everyone likes you, yep. you know? And I think that kindness is so important. And I, and I am, I'm so lucky. I did. I had, I don't even know there's a hundred people on that zoom and everyone had a story <laughs> sure. and it was made so, it meant so much to me. You have a lot of friends by being a good friend hundred percent, and it doesn't just go one way. You got to give a lot. And I, I really try and give a lot to a lot of people, but there are, I am lucky. I do have a small core group of girls 
that I depend on and I don't know what I would do without, you know, you, I mean, I've known you for 25 years. You're my sister. You're one of my best friends on the planet. You know, everything about me, you and I can, when we connect, we just catch up from where we left off. And it's, listen, I have Sarah Foster where it's like, (laughs) she's, you know, my first call in the morning and my wife, (laughs) right. It's like you, you get, you get these, these girls or Allie who, you know, been best friends since 16 or, you, you, I have so many. I could my list can go on and on, but it's like, but it's a lot, are- Jen. It's a lot to give. That's a thing. Like I think that's the thing about being a working mother friend, right? Being a friend, you have to really work for that. Not work like it's painful. Work like it's a lot of time, right? Listen. <laughs> aside from Ruby and Otis, my teenagers yes. who you know, I want to give everything to yeah. and I do everything I can. It's like, that's the greatest joy in my life yeah. is giving and receiving from the people I love the most. I know that sounds so cheesy. No, but it's, it, it's what fills me. It's literally what makes me happy every day. You've come up in this incredibly beautiful life, right? In this place. And we've talked about this, right? And There's obviously this whole thing going on about like Nepo babies and whatever, which by the way, uh, well, first of all, I'm not one, right? But here's the thing. I don't even know why this is a thing right now because to me, what, what that is just coming from is people who are working hard and seeing that maybe people meet people easier, people like came up a little quicker and that may be true. But the thing that I will always say is it doesn't matter how you get there. It's actually how you stay there. If you are not working your ass off or your brand or your product or your acting or your singing, your talent, whatever that is, if it's not deserving of success, it will never last, right? hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, listen, I think if you grow up in a certain way, you can't deny your privilege. No. Like I can't, I can't deny no. how lucky I was. I can't deny that I was given so many beautiful opportunities yep. because of my family or yep. the people that I know, you know what I mean? Yep. But it's like, well aren't going to wear jewelry they don't like. No. People no. aren't going to work with a brand that has a shitty like foundation. Of course. That, or or that they don't treat their customers well of or course. you know what I mean? Like I think that you can be given opportunities and it's what you do with those opportunities and it's believe me there's a lot of people that I know that have grown up in very privileged families and have had every opportunity and haven't done shit with it. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's people that let's take our best friend, Kate yep. Hudson, for example. Yep. Sure. She grew up with yep. families who it is. And I've never seen anyone work harder or Ever. be more talented. Yep. And you know what I mean? Like she would have been, I, I think, as famous as she is, no I matter agree. what, because she's as talented as they get and kind and works her ass off. A so thousand percent. I actually think one step further, I actually think that people are harder on people that were handed things. Meaning like, I think the expectation is so high at that point that I remember a very famous, probably one of the most famous athletes in the world when one of their kids went out to play, they got destroyed, destroyed. Mm-hmm. And and I thought, how horrible is that? Like yeah. you don't want to get your violin out, but at the same time, it's like there's a pro and a con and I think you're exactly right. You earn your place in this life and I think how you get there may be easier for some. But I think you have to earn your place. And I think that hard work and success proves itself ultimately. 
especially in the case of someone like Kate Hudson, like she's still freaking going. What is she 20 years into this now? And on top of her freaking career right now. So God bless. Yes. But I do want to talk about something we've talked about before, because I'm a firm believer in education, not defining you. And I have had some of the most successful women I know on this podcast who were like, yeah, I dropped out in ninth grade. Or This is so funny. I just had this entire conversation with my boyfriend last night, how I basically lied to my family and told them that I graduated college and I didn't. And I'm like, he was just dumbfounded. He's like, like, how do you even do that? How do you actually even do that? That's what's so freaking genius, by the way. Like, how did you? (laughs) Oh, it's literally like the most ridiculous. I went to Syracuse for three years. I went abroad to Rome. I was like, did all my stuff. And then my senior year, I had left Syracuse because I had some like autoimmune stuff. And I was like, my my mom was like, just come home. And I was like, great. I'll go to UCLA Extension. I did all these classes. By the way, Allie Wise was there. We did all these classes together. It was great. By the way, I bullshitted my way through that. I was in LA my senior year. I was like having a blast. (laughs) But Syracuse was like, oh, because you're going to still finish, we'll let you walk. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to tell my family I'm graduating. They won't know. My entire family flies up to Syracuse, which is, it's not easy to get to Syracuse from Los Angeles. It's It's like- It's a process. Spend the whole weekend there. Celebrate the whole weekend with me. Get hotel rooms. This is a big deal. I'm the first person in my family to graduate college. My dad was like, great. Once you get a job and once you graduate, like I'm going to help you with your first apartment. I moved in with my friend Brian first. We were having a blast living on Crescent Heights. And one day I get a call from my dad. He had been a speaker at something at Syracuse. And they said to my dad, you know, when Jennifer's ready to graduate, we want to be, we want to be supportive and how can we help her? And my dad was like, oh, no, 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 no. We all went there. She graduated, got the diploma. Well, when they gave me the diploma, it was, it was blank inside. I just didn't. (laughs) tell anyone. And I got a call from my dad. Oh my God. That was a day. That is now, the funniest story. Are you, you kind? Did you tell your kids yet? Not really. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, maybe leave that out until they graduate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what I'm thinking. By the way, I wasn't even worried. I wasn't even scared. I had already gotten like an incredible job at this point. Oh my, God. I, my first Dying. job out of college, I like faked my way. I don't know how. And I became editor. I get, became beauty fitness editor, West Coast beauty fitness editor of Glamour Magazine. Stop. At 21, 22 years old. Stop it. Yes. That was before Armani. Yes. Before Ralph, before, oh my God, I'm dead. Yes. I'm dead. And I basically like met with the editor in chief of Glamour Magazine, like somehow slid into an interview there. I don't know how it happened. Someone had just quit. And I was like, listen, I don't know really how to write. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I swear to God, if you want to know what's cool in LA, who's cool, what to put in your magazine, I was like, hire me. It was like, I think, I don't know, probably got paid $22,000 a year. Uh Uh-huh. At the time, I was like, jackpot. Of course. Like I was making was, 17.5, by the way. Right. It was so much money for me. I can't even tell you. And I was, I mean, my dad, my family was like, oh my, look at this genius who just graduated Syracuse, got this major job. 
Our daughter is incredible. So by the time I had the job and then my dad called me, I swear to God, like I thought he was going to reach through the phone and strangle me. And But see, just- that's the thing. And and you went to Carl Thorpe and you went to Crossroads, right? Well, I went to Carl Thorpe. I then went to Brentwood for seventh and eighth grade. They oh, kicked me that. out. Brentwood kindly asked me to leave. And then, which is fine. Still, some of my best friends are from seventh grade, Jane and Brian and Alex. And then Crossroads, when I was in ninth grade, they were like, they believed in me. They were like, we see you. We got you. Crossroads believed in me. And they were like, we want to give this girl an opportunity. And they did. And I completely thrived there. And, you know, they really like nurtured my artistic side and my like hippy dippy side. And Crossroads was the best experience of my life. So then, okay. So then after all this, and then you went through fashion, right? You did Glamour, you did Armani, you did Ralph, right? Yep. And then you started Jen Meyer Jewelry. I did. Okay. So why? Why? Like what? You were not married yet, right? You were, were you married? I can't, no. no. You were almost married. Well, I wasn't married yet. No. Okay. Okay. I wasn't even engaged yet. I mean, it all happened very quick. Yeah. You know, I just remember um, Thrasher. I like, I just, re- I don't know. I don't remember oh marital status. I just remember where we were when it was. And I came over to see it all. Well, I did. I think Toby and I moved in together like the week we started dating. Right. So that makes sense that it would all LA. blur together. For you, you are, yeah, the, just, just so you know, you are the quintessential. California. <laughs> you are just the California girl. You just are. You're like, it's like you grew up fancy, but not, but you're the most not fancy person. I will tell you this. Thank you. I don't feel fancy. You're not at all, fancy. But I you're will classy, tell you this. Classy, but not fancy. Thank you. What I realized in my life when it came to school, when it came to work, it was like the one thing my family and my parents always instilled in me was you need to get a job. I don't care if it's your dream mm-hmm. job or you are pouring coffee somewhere. Yeah. A job is non-negotiable. Yeah. That is, we will help you in your life in ways we can, not without a job. Without a job, you get nothing. Yeah. So working for me was always instilled in me, like, do not fuck around. You need to do, and you need to do a good job. Both your parents fucking work their asses off. Like, totally. your parents are ballers, both of them and mm. uh, all of them. <laughs> but, but, and I my mean, stepmom, they, they're yes. all amazing. So for me, I think I always had this belief in life. Everything will always work out. Yeah, you still do. I try. It gets harder as you get older, but it does. But I, you've said that to me a lot in a crumbling moment. You're like, it's going to work out. And I listen, I think we say that to help each other get through something. But I also think there is this really big part of us that does believe it because it does, right? One way or another. You have to believe to receive. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You really do. Yeah. And you can't fight what the universe has in store. Mm-hmm. And I I think I worked for for Armani and I did all of that. And you and I worked together yeah. there. That's fun. That was You would literally come in to pull clothes. I mean, it was amazing. It was, it was fun. And then working for Ralph Lauren. And while I was at Ralph Lauren, I was traveling a lot and doing a lot of things with Toby at the time. Yep. And and I really wanted to start my jewelry company. And Rebecca McCabe, who was my boss, who now runs Chanel. Oh, my God. I, I was really that. 
open and transparent with her. And I was like, listen, I still want to do stuff with you guys, but I really want to start this jewelry company. And I always say to people, be really honest and transparent because if it works for your job and your boss can make it work, then they will. And if they can't, then it's not the job for you, which is fine too. Because most jobs, you can't do multiple jobs. It just doesn't work for people. Totally. But I do think that if you're honest with people, you're never, it's not going to blow up in your face, right? Totally. And she was like, you know what? Great. We're going to figure out how you can still help us and how you can create your business. And it all worked out beautifully. And I started this jewelry business out of not knowing. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had no clue. I literally had no training whatsoever. And I completely taught myself. And it was really important for me to do it on my own. And no one gave me any money. I remember saying to my dad, I'm going to, yeah, no, I, I just did I figured it out and yeah, I was up on Thrasher and it all, it all worked out. It truly worked out in that time. And, but I think that's important, Jen, because I think to your point, I think the work ethic that you have, that your sister has, that your parents have, that now you're, you know, that Eli and Carson have. And I, I think there's this thing where it doesn't matter how, what you grow up with, who you grow up around, who you're surrounded by, celebrities, non-celebrities, doesn't actually matter. But ultimately, when you have that work ethic, right, like in you, no one can take that from you. But I also think that your passion for making jewelry and finding your own kind of thing was everything to you, right? That's where I started to see you just like light up. It went from being like a job that you were good at, that was part of your being, that Gemmeyer jewelry became your like it's your thing and everybody and it's funny because everywhere I go I'll see like a piece whether it's a heart or whether it's like a, a signature like beginning piece or whether it's like the newer ones now and it's it's so amazing for me even still to see it out in the wild on people that like don't know you huh. they're like oh my god my boyfriend got this. oh my god I've wanted this forever my parents got this for me for graduation it's funny because I think a lot of people on the outside who know you your brand your jewelry they may know a lot about your background they may not I think for people that do they're like oh she hit the jackpot she has this like dream life But I also think you're one of the least spoiled, most grateful down-to-earth people I know. So I was friends with you for many, many years before I knew anything about where you were from or who your parents were or anything. But you have very successful parents. It's not that they're like celebrity, famous parents. They are just ballers in the industry, right? In, In the entertainment industry. But I think what's really important for people to know is what were or what are some of your greatest challenges in this. Have you had haters? Have you had copycats? Have you had people that write shit about you and try and take you down? I really, I'm a very sensitive person. Yeah. And my feelings can get hurt very easily. Mm -hmm. I hate it, but it's true. And I get, and I also get anxiety. And I used to suffer from really (laughs) bad anxiety attacks. And I had to really work hard in my life to like learn how to, not get anxiety attacks mm-hmm. anymore. Cause when an anxiety attack comes on, it feels like a, a heart attack yeah. and you can't control. So I don't get those anymore, but it's, I remember I, you getting one in a car on the way to an event. Yeah. And you called me and you were like, you don't understand. I'm pulled over on the side of the road. Like I can't yeah, breathe. They were that bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's like crippling. So, 
when when things happen in the outside world that hurt my feelings, like I kind of have to tune it out. Yeah. And when people are haters or people have mean things to say, you know what? They don't know me and they don't they don't have they don't have my phone number to call me and say, hey, what's the problem? Yeah. Or hey, this hurt my feelings. I believe everything is workoutable. Yeah. I believe every situation you can talk through anything. And I think that I get upset when somebody I get upset if somebody's upset, but I almost every time try and handle it right then and there. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's a text or a call or I heard this. Yeah. Or if I don't feel like doing that, then I know that person, I wish them well in life, but that person's not for me and I don't need to engage. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just decide to not let it eat me up alive, either deal with something or let it go. You have this incredible ability to hit things straight on. But like, I feel like when something is upsetting you, I feel like you do deal with it in that moment and you say how you feel. And I think that's a really hard thing to do, especially for, I think, strong women. Because I think of you as being a very strong woman, 100%, which is funny because I think people think of me as being a very strong woman and I feel like everything you just said, I'm hurt by everything, all those things. And I think you're right. You do have to think about those people that are the haters and you go, hold on, I've never even had a meal with them. I've never exactly, spoken like, to them on the phone. And that's okay. People can have their opinions. That's totally fine. And if something hurts my feelings, I'm going to find a way to talk to that person. Or if that person's not a part of my life, I choose to just be like, you know what? Wish them well and they can feel what they want. And I just, I don't have that space in my life. My daughter needs me to help her with, you know, yep. her friends for the yep. weekend. And yep. that's going to take my priority right now because she's, you know, a teenager and she's working her own stuff out. You yep. know what I mean? And I think as far as stuff getting written about me or my life, I'm not a famous person. I'm not a public person like that. But I think like there's been more or less, it's all lovely stuff written. Yeah. And I always appreciate when people take the time to be supportive of me and my business. I think the hardest moment was when I wasn't ready to announce my divorce yet yeah. because we were protecting our children and we yep. were trying to figure out we were still living in the same house and figuring out what we needed to do. And I'll never forget, I was driving and I got a call from Toby's publicist saying People Magazine is going to run a story tomorrow about you getting divorced. And if you guys want to make a statement, you have to do it in the next hour. And I felt like the, the whole world, world just collapsed. Yeah, because it it's not whoever decided to call People Magazine didn't realize in that moment it wasn't about like oh Toby and I are just say oh we're sure. getting divorced it's it's sitting your two young children down mm -hmm. and having to tell them and say like life as you know it is going to change yep. and your parents are getting divorced and calling the school and kids talking to them at school and all this other stuff so it, in that moment you want to find the person who did that and say fuck you. Yeah. Like the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. It's so mean. Why'd yeah. you do that? Yeah. That's so mean. And that's mean. not your decision, by the way. But I, but I realized also in that moment, the universe really does have your back and the universe <laughs> really does know what's right for you in that moment because God only knows how long it would have taken us. And there was never going to be a good time. Years. Exactly. There was never going to be a good time. And we were done with that marriage. Yep. So it was time to tell our kids and it was time to move on. And now your best Toby friends, and 
Toby's my best friend and my kids are happy and we just have a life together yep. as best friends. Yep. So that was great. And I remember that like it was literally last week. I think as far as work goes, again, everybody's been so kind and loving and supportive of my brand and supportive of me. And I love that so much. One of the more frustrating things I went through that became really public that I never commented on, I never said no comment, I just ignored, 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 Mm -hmm. was there was this whole thing with Meghan Markle where people had said I had done something that I wasn't supposed to do or posted pictures or whatever. There is somebody that it got back to me. Somebody tried to take me down. And that's really hurtful because I know I know in the world that this specific person who was mm-hmm. trying to like hurt me and mm-hmm. I've never addressed that because mm-hmm. that's a whole other situation. Right. I'm like, that they yeah. can live their life. Poison, and that's toxic. All good for I me. don't have room for this. But I would never, ever do something against a contract. And at the time, Meghan Markle was had just started dating Prince Harry and yep. it was a whole beautiful world and whatever it's turned into, God bless them and <laughs> right. God bless everybody. But at the time, <laughs> to have Meghan Markle wearing anything of yours was a really big deal. Oh my God, I texted and, you. I was freaking out. And there were no <laughs> gifts. She bought everything. Hundred. And we got a call from the palace mm-hmm. saying, oh, Meghan Markle would love to purchase some of your jewelry. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. They We signed whatever you sign. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't tell anybody. Great. I don't need to tell anybody. Sure. Pictures can be used or posted or you can whatever after they have been in the world. Right. Of course. So it's like if she was at a press thing and the pictures were everywhere. Yep. Great. Free reign. Yep. I also purchase every single one of my pictures. Right. From the photographer. I don't, I did everything by the book. Somehow, somewhere, there was a story leaked to, I don't know, The Sun or Hello or whatever. I don't know what those magazines are in in England, but Mm -hmm. whatever they are. And it was basically saying that, like, I had posted pictures, like, Illegal. I don't even yeah. know. Illegally, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like prematurely or like against contract. You weren't allowed to post said pictures of Megan in the necklace. Something was, and it became this huge thing. By the way, welcome to ever, UK, by the way. Nothing ever happened legally. Right. I never, nothing. It was, but it didn't go away. It was in People. It was in the Daily Mail. It was in Women's Wear Daily. It was in all this, all of these publications. You don't want negative shit written, especially your business that you work so hard and I'm so above board and I do yep. everything by the book. Yep. And that bummed me out. Well, of I course. didn't say one word about it because I was just like, you know what? This I know the truth sure. and let's just just go away and sure. I don't need to start a whole narrative. But, but it, it got was like you. got it you. Yeah, because it was like, what are you talking about? Like in my like I would never, I would never do anything that I wasn't supposed to do. I've never met Meghan Markle. I don't know her. And by the way, Jen, you don't need to. And there was a really big moment, you know, when she like presented her son to the world for the first time, she was wearing this three bezel diamond necklace of mine. And all of a sudden it's like the website was like shut down. Like you can't even imagine how many orders we received from that. And like, God bless her. I would have given her that necklace at that time for that. Like, but (laughs) hell yeah. Plus a diamond ring or something. 
anything, but you couldn't give anything. They bought it. No, they're very, yeah, they pay for everything, 100%. They pay for everything. Yeah, no gifts. you know, as a company, you just post when people are wearing your jewelry because you're excited about it. You know what I mean? Those moments, those are really hard for me because I'm terrifying. And I'm sad that people are lying and I'm sad that people are like, I'm a small business, like any which way you cut it. So it makes me sad when people try and take me down in ways that are just like, it's hurtful. I would never do that. I would never mess with someone's livelihood. You know what I mean? But you don't need to, Jen. And that's the thing. You're not a jealous person. You're not a jealous person at all. That's not what drives you. And that's why you have so many girlfriends. And friends that are boys, by the way. And honestly, her team called us and they were so supportive. And they even said, we have no idea where this came from. And that was enough for me. And I didn't feel like there was a reason to say anything publicly or do anything publicly. But going back to being kind or things being written about you, I just think that you've got to take everything with a grain of salt and not worry about what the outside world says or doesn't say and just do the best that you can do because if you know the truth and you move with honesty and love then it really doesn't matter you Mm -hmm. have a and I don't say this because I love you for my whole adult life you have this real kind of magic around you that people want to be with you you work really fucking hard And you feel things really fucking deeply and you mom really fucking hard. Before we jumped on, I was having this debate with my team at this whole Nepo thing to me is so annoying only because I just think it's not fair and I don't even know why it's a thing. And I have had to defend a lot of people in my life who are like, oh, well, it was easy for them. Oh, well, it was they got this. And it's like, no, it's not actually. Sometimes it's actually harder. Watching you build your business has been you are very grassroots. You have a small team. You have this beautiful store and you have like a real business, but I still in a lot of ways feel like it's a small business and it's brick by brick, you know? And I think everything matters. It's totally a small (laughs) business for sure. It's a great business and it's a super successful business. But you're expanding. Yeah, of course. And I want to talk about that, Jen. I want to talk about that. Well, I want to talk about it because I don't know that people were seeing that coming, right? Because I think all of a sudden there was a sweatshirt. I love jewelry. That is my brand. Of course. Fine jewelry. That is so important to me. But like, I just want to do more and more. I can't really stop myself. And the sweatshirts really came out of COVID where I was like, let's just send our friends like a bunch of sweatshirts Mm -hmm. and be fun. And then all of a sudden we're like, holy shit, everybody wants to buy a sweatshirt. So the time I didn't even... I then we did the toe. I carried that done. all summer. We carried that it's all a summer. Good toe. My kids wear that. Skylar wears his good luck hat every every weekend when he plays tennis. It's like his. Thank hat. you, Skylar. And now I need to plug totally, not because Jen's my friend. If I didn't know her, I would tell you I am completely obsessed with the fragrance. I have it on literally right now. You can't smell me through my computer, but I have it on right now. But more importantly, I want to talk about the candle. Yeah, because, that just launched this week. By the way, my team tried to swipe it. They were like, do you need this? And I was like, <laughs> everyone get off my freaking candle. I'm lighting it right here, right now. And it smells perfect. And I really think that the whole sort of good luck of it all, it's kind of like it makes you happy when you look at it because you're like, wait, I, 
I could use this right now. Listen, <laughs> like life is complicated. Yeah, like is. we all need like little extra love and luck and protection. But yeah, the candle and the fragrance. Oh my God. It took so long to develop that scent it because does. I really wanted that beachy, yummy, delicious, yep. like feeling of your tan and you yeah. smell like suntan lotion. But like I wanted people to always, when they come up to you, be like, oh my God, you smell so good. What is that? That feeling. And did the perfume and people went crazy and loved it. And I love it. And I was like, I need my whole house to smell like it. Yep. So there's the candle. And of course you have to have a little good luck jewelry dish that comes with it. A hundred percent. And I feel like, okay, so can you give me a little teaser of what's to come? Three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. What's, do you do that? Or do you only live in here and now? I really try and live in here and now, but like, I do think it's really important to like manifest feelings. Yeah. Feelings are really important to me. Yeah. And like emotionally and mentally, like I just want to keep growing and feeling calm and being trusting that there is just a plan in place and that everything is just working out exactly the way it needs to. I really find watching you right now. It's funny because as you were talking, I was going to say, you fucking look so hot now. I feel like you're just really feeling it right now. I don't know. I can't explain it. I feel like you're walking with a confidence right now. I feel like even just what you're wearing, I'm like, what? who are you? I'm so proud of you. I'm like, you're wearing- Everything's a little tighter. Tight. <laughs> you were sequins, sexy. Uh-huh. Like, I freaking love it. And I feel like you're just owning your beauty, your natural beauty Listen. that's always been there, but like just kicking it right now. Listen, I love my age. I feel really good. I'm really happy. And business is great. Yeah, business is great. I, I, but I do feel, and I don't know what it is, but I do feel like both personally and professionally, like there's a lot of change happening and a lot of change that will happen. And I'm trying just to be really excited for it rather than like anxious about it. Yeah. And know that like at every moment, everything has worked out so perfectly, even if in the moment it felt scary or yeah. not perfect or yeah. sad or confusing, it was all perfect. Yeah. And it all comes full circle. It, it does. all comes full circle. So I think, yeah, we're having the best time expanding on the lifestyle part of the business, which it. has been amazing. The totes, the sweatshirts, Everything. the fragrance, the candles. It's just doing great. I feel like it should degree. be like good luck leisure wear, like a hundred percent. Like you working sh- on yeah. it, working on it. Yeah. Like I and see that. And then my kids are my kids and I live for them. The They're the greatest. And like personally, just thriving, you know, like, yeah, I love watching it. Trying to thrive, by the way. You are. Every day is easy. I'm not going to lie. But I don't think every day should be easy. And I think because you won't appreciate the good days if you don't have (laughs) shitty ones. A and B, I have to tell you that like having lived a lot of life at this point, personally and professionally, I do believe and I agree with you that I do think the universe makes so many decisions for us that we would never have made ourselves because we just couldn't. Absolutely. And in the moment, it's terrifying. And in the moment, you're like, what the fuck? And then after a year later, two years later, you're like, thank God 
that happened. Ugh, right? Please. Thank God. Right? Oh, my God. Well, I love you. You I are, love you. I'm so, I'm honestly in awe of you. I think you, you do do it all. And I know we all crumble and we do and we're human and we have anxiety and all the things. But like, you really are so much to so many people. And I think there's a lot of love in your brand and there's a lot of love that you give. And I, you know, I wanted to have you on because I want other people to know like who you are. I love you madly. I love you too. Have a good day, babes. Okay, it's that time in the show when I answer two listener questions. So let's see what we have today. Okay, what should I get my new boyfriend for Valentine's Day? I have always fallen back on a great like weekender, a travel bag. If you are with someone who happens to like move around a lot, go away with the guys or just go away for work a lot, you can never go wrong with a chic travel bag. I just, I think it's literally one of the best guy gifts. I think like a great beanie or a hat. I am fortunate that Roger wears man jewels. So that has really served me over the years. I'm a big believer in man jewelry because I think it's really special. I love like definitely the days of ties and things like that are most definitely gone. <laughs> I love getting coats for guys if you're confident in the size or if you guys are out and about and you see him eye something, that's always obviously the best thing to do because then they're shocked and really excited and you know they love it. Okay, what's your go-to fragrance that I wear all year round? I'm definitely, I have so many favorite fragrances. I'm a huge Tom Ford fragrance person. I have my own fragrance that I love. I love to wear Warrior, my Rachel's a Warrior fragrance. And honestly, I really love my Jen Meyer fragrance. It's so good. It really does make you feel like you're at the beach. It's a really beautiful fragrance and looks really pretty sitting on your vanity. Don't forget to submit your questions for next week's episode. All you have to do is DM us your questions to at Climbing in Heels pod on Instagram, and I might just answer your question. Thank you so much to Jen for coming on the podcast today, opening up about her life very candidly and, you know, her incredible business, what it took to build it, her struggles, the future of the business, what she's most excited about. This was really a fun one. And, you know, Jen comes from an incredible family, but I have to say she is gracious and hardworking. And of course, thank you to my amazing listeners as well for being here. And if you want more Climbing in Heels content, follow me on at Rachel Zoe and at Climbing in Heels pod on Instagram for more updates on upcoming guest episodes and all things Curator. I will see you all next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.